Good evening. Good evening. Hey there, girlies. (laughs) (laughs) Sounded creepy, didn't it? How's it going, y'all? It's going well. Yeah, Yeah. it's going well. I know Emily and I just uh, missed a a tornado coming right our way, so we survived. Just a few miles. Goodness. I got that warning on my phone, and I thought, should I head to the tub? No. No. (laughs) She didn't have to. Although I am still hearing a bit of thunder, so apologies if if the rest of y'all can hear that, because... If it rolls in. If it rolls in, and it might. Free sound effects for you. Maybe it's soothing. Exactly. I like to sleep during a a thunderstorm, though, so hopefully Mm -hmm. this doesn't put you guys to sleep. Sometimes if I'm sleeping somewhere where there is no white noise, I'll put on YouTube, eight hours of rain, thunderstorm. Oh, yeah. I have have an app on my phone that sounds like a fan. Yes. So that's my white noise when I travel. It's a good one. It's a good one. You got to have, you got to have something or I feel crazy. I'm a nothing. (gasps) Silence. Pure silence. Silence. (gasps) That's spooky to me. Sound of the dead. Oof. Love that for you. I'm excited to uh, chat with y'all today. I was just going to say, speaking of, did you say sounds of the dead? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, y'all, like uh, last week, Maybe two weeks ago, I took an edible. I got a little too high. And I was standing there talking to Steve. And I was like in a conversation with him. But someone said something so loudly in my ear that I was terrified. And I was like, did you say that? Steve was like, what are you talking about? I was like, somebody (laughs) just said something so loudly in my ear. And at first I was like, I think I'm just stoned to the bone. But then I was like, no, that was a spirit. And it scared me because the voice was so loud. (laughs) What did, what did they I couldn't say? really understand because I was like listening to the conversation that I was having with Steve and then that voice came in, but it was like a male voice and it was like deep and gravelly Ooh, and it was not familiar. So I don't know who that was, but um, yes, I heard you. And if you're still wanting to chat, I'm here. I love that. When you're here, you're family. When you're here, you know? you're a family. That's so true. Speaking of family, our listeners, they're family. They That's are. Why, they really are. That's why we got Ghoul Talk today. Oh, Woo! so exciting. Woo! I it's feel like, like we haven't had one of these. I know. That's what I was just thinking. It feels like it's been a minute. Mm-hmm. But, you know, what are you going to do? Here we are. Finally. We finally made it. We finally made it. Well, shall shall we get into it this week, my ladies? Yes. yes. All right. Yes. We're the Golden Ghouls, Alyssa. Kylie. Emily. And it's time to get spooky. Y'all, I have to tell you, normally when we do the woo, I like do this twinkling motion with my hands. Last week I listened to the recording and I could hear the charms on my bracelets twinkling. And I was like, I cannot do that anymore because I'm sure that is so annoying. (laughs) Little Tinkerbell in our show. I'm trying to not talk with my hands as much because I'm not taking my charms off. Sorry. Mm. No, she can't. They're part of her. They are. They're my dog's names. I can't take them off. Those are my babes. All right. Well, I'm going to I'm going to kick things off with a, a little tale from Abby. It's actually four separate tales. Love it. Now, Abby said 
pick one? And I said, no, these are all (laughs) interesting. So I'm picking them all. Abby says, hey, ghouls, I'm from Maryland and currently living on the South Shore in Mass. I have a few short stories, mostly from Maryland. Here's the first one. My hometown of Westminster, Maryland, where Lee Masters lived, has some stories. Mm. He moved to the U.S. from London in 1770. He wasn't liked by the town, but ran for the Maryland House of Delegates and didn't get any votes. The confidence. <laughs> oh, what a guy. Like, not just one. Well, he Mom was an was asshole. Town. Just wait. So (laughs) he created an (laughs) iron business and had furnaces, which are still there, with a golf course and neighborhood built around them. He was known for burning his slaves alive in the furnaces and getting a slave pregnant, then throwing the baby off Crybaby Bridge, geez Louise, which is about a mile down the street from my parents' house. You're supposed to be able to hear a baby cry at midnight, but the only time I was hanging out there, I was smoking weed with friends, so I could have heard anything. (laughs) Literally me. Mm. (laughs) After he died, it's said that his body wouldn't stay buried. Also, his gravestone kept cracking, even though it continued to be repaired. I'm not sure if it's his ghost causing this, but the nearby historical society building is super haunted and when it was the restaurant cocky's tavern the staff would leave the dining room and come back to all of the pictures from the walls on the tables Mm. so who who is this lee masters he's a bad guy and he's haunting the town also abby sent a photo of this grave with the cracked stone pretty Mm -hmm. spooky uh we can post it on the gram if i remember Someone remind me. I'm crazy. All right. Here's the second story. Friends of my parents lived in the former house of a prominent doctor, which was haunted by him. We were all at a party one time, and the wife was telling stories about things the doc would do, like open and shut doors, turn the radio and TV on, and other ghostly things. After she had talked for a bit, she pointed to the Christmas lights on the fireplace garland and said, These lights haven't blinked since I've been talking. Doc, if you're here, blink the lights. And they blinked. We all screamed and jumped. (laughs) Sorcery. (laughs) Sorcery. He's tricky, that that doctor ghost. Or grandma. Could be anybody. True. True. All right. Now, for the third story. For my first personal ghost experience, I was drunk, which I'm so glad to have been in that state of mind because I would have been so freaked out. (laughs) I went to Deep Creek Lake in Western Maryland with friends. I met a boy at the local bar and went back to his place to hang out without my friends, which I know was stupid, but I'm still alive. And we're grateful for that. (laughs) We learn lessons. Yeah, if I could tell you the number of times... (laughs) I was like, my God, how was she here? How was she here? Right? How yeah. many times have we cheated death? Oh, a lot. so many. If I told you, I can't, I don't even want to start. Yeah. Anyway, I got back to the house we were staying at and was in bed with Three's Company on the TV when I felt someone whisper in my ear. I swore they said Michelob Ultra. That's what I used <laughs> to drink, LOL. <laughs> I thought it was my friends coming to find out how my night went with the guy, so I turned around, but no one was there. I pulled the covers over my head and turned the volume up on the TV. 
The next morning, before the girls that were sleeping downstairs came up, I was in the kitchen and heard them talking about the same thing that happened to me. So I knew it was what I thought it was, a ghost. I get chills every time I tell this story. And I thought the only thing I should be worried about were bears. <laughs> oh, my God. She should have said, I'll take two. And then seen what happened when she woke up in the morning. Just I, two pops right there. I truly hope that's what the ghost actually said and that it wasn't like something that was misheard. I hope that's yeah. what they said. <laughs> what a trickster. Okay, this is the fourth and final. Now for my current apartment. A friend is a medium and she does readings and came over to do one for me. She said there's a woman that haunts my apartment building and just goes from apartment to apartment. She also said that my grandparents are here watching over me and that grandma was like a second mom to me. So that makes me so happy. She also mentioned things that she wouldn't have known. Then a few weeks later, one of my cats got super freaked out like I've never seen her do before. She ran around the room like she was scared and not chasing a bug. Her pupils were huge as she left the room, standing in the doorway, peeking around the corner. I said out loud, please leave this apartment. You're scaring the cat. And she seemed fine not long after that. I also see things out of the corner of my eye a lot. My friend said, it's not my imagination. I hope you like these stories. I love listening to the pod and love the chemistry between you three. Keep up the great work, and I hope I don't have a new story to tell you, ghouls. Abby. <laughs> oh. Contraire. We love you, Abby. Abby. I hope you do have another story to tell. Seriously. It sounds like you <laughs> you live life to the fullest, Abby, and I love that for you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Also, cats know shit and they see it all. So they do. Dante sees stuff all the time. Yep. The do- my dogs do too. Yeah. Holly's got several friends. I don't know about. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't surprise me, honestly. She is a lady about town. She truly is. No, a lady about this apartment. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She walks these halls like she owns every single corner. It's the town to her, though, because that's 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 her that's whole all world. Yeah, I know. Somebody came mm-hmm. in here the other day, and they were like, they just were staring at her for the longest time, and then they go, "This is all she knows." <laughs> <laughs> it's also and I was like, my God, that's true. It's so sad. It's so especially true. making me laugh because Emily is using a background on Skype right now. That is, like, not her apartment, but I keep seeing it and being like, when did she do that to her apartment? Because it looks nothing like her place. It doesn't. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, it's a background. It's, like, um, it's like modern eclectic. Yeah, that, it's mm-hmm. very, yeah. like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's very, like, Instagrammable, like, right. yeah. It's, like, millennial Absolutely. pink with, like, a bubbly yellow couch and, yeah. It's yeah. Very interesting. <laughs> it's me and it's not me you know yeah all right well let's get let's get to the next ghoul story shall we do it this one's from our good friend katie hello they say hey ghoulies i'm writing this to tell you about a neighborhood i used to live in my brother told me about this urban legend at backyard plantation It is located Mm. in a large suburb of Charleston, South Carolina, called Mount Pleasant. I lived in Mount Pleasant for 16 years, then moved to Lafayette, Louisiana. 
I never had any paranormal experiences myself, but I felt like I had to tell you this. Brickyard Plantation used to be a slave plantation. I did some research on this just to make sure my brother wasn't just trying to scare me when I was younger, but it is an actual local legend. The legend is if you go into the brick kiln that is on the property and look up, you'll see the apparition of a slave who used to work there. The apparition is that of a woman. In another version of the legend, the woman appears on the side of the road at dusk, dressed in a dark ragged clothes she moves in her hands she moves her hands close together in a repetitive thrust motion as if she is in a trance interesting the longer the sunset the more pale light passes through her image she is supposedly an enslaved woman from the 18th 18th century industrial brickyard Its peak was a decade before the Civil War and was estimated to be producing 4 million bricks yearly with the help of slaves from Boone Hall Plantation, as well as other plantations along the Wando River. The thrusting motion she does repetitively looks like the motion of molding clay that she did. Another haunted location I have been to is in South Carolina called Fort Moultrie located on Salvin's Island. There is a bird that supposedly haunts the place. It is said to be the spirit of Seminole leader Osceola, hopefully I get that right, who roams the gravesite of his headless skeletal remains at the fort. The bird has been spotted perched in the plumettos and metal thickets along the beachfront, as well as the grassy embankments and parapets. It's a lot, it's a lot of hard ones for me. I really hope I got <laughs> hard ones. The palmettos <laughs> and the parapets. Yeah. Pa-pa-pa. The bird looks normal at first, but when flying, it has been seen to drop black. It has been seen to drop black liquid across the burial grounds. What? Ominous. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> As I'm writing this, I'm just realizing that at some point I had a dream that looked like me writing this email. I don't really have any detail on that, but I think I might have been having a premonition or something. But have a great day, ghoulies. Also, my dog Murphy says hi, and she's got a very cute picture of Murphy. So cute. Maybe we'll post. Well, she'll have to give us permission, but Murphy's adorable. Murphy is an angel. Um, Okay, the blur, the blurred, the bird pooping black liquid is not cool. That is very ominous. That's a little sus. I yeah, think that's a bad omen, right? Yeah. I'm worried about I that. I don't know. Bird. Yeah. Yeah. We, our um, audio engineer might have some more insight onto what that. Oh, yeah. Blur. Our audio engineer is a. Is also a bird photographer. Oh, yeah. He takes beautiful photos. He a bird expert and enthusiast. I totally forgot yeah. about that. Right. We we will not disclose his information without his permission. Um, but any fellow bird enthusiasts, yeah. maybe slip into our DMs. Yeah. And we can, tell and we you can the share Instagram his account. Bird yeah, we, Instagram. We might have something to get back to you on, Katie, about the that bird. Yeah. 
What the hell is that about? I don't know. That is spooky. But yeah, also, the apparition too. Is, this poor apparition still working in the afterlife, making stop. bricks. Honey. Poor girl. Ugh. Can we do something? It, Hasn't she gone through enough? I know, right? It yeah. sounds like it might be a residual haunting versus intelligent, so... True. Hopefully she doesn't. Hope so. She's not actually living that over and over and over again. But oh right. god, four million bricks. That's a lot of bricks. A lot of bricks. That's a lot of bricks. That's a lot of bricks. A lot of bricks. Lot of bricks. Mm. Damn. But thank Spooky. you. You want me to? Yeah. Go. You want me to end this one with a a very heartwarming story? Yeah, we love of a heartwarming story. A tale. It's also very spooky. Also, this listener um, had also posted this. Um, in the paranormal subreddit on Reddit. <laughs> oh. Um, but they were gracious enough to also um, submit this to us to share. So this is from Anthony. Hello. <laughs> What's that voice I keep putting on? <laughs> Beautiful. She, she's, she's very nice. That's my ASMR voice. <clears throat> mm-hmm. From Anthony. My grandma lived to be 99 years old and passed away about eight years ago. I'm now in my 40s, and to this day, I've never quite felt a connection to another human being as I did with her. My wife was around two months pregnant with our first child while I had gotten word that my grandma wasn't doing so well. I was crushed that she likely wouldn't be able to meet my firstborn child. At this point, I lived across the country from where my grandma was had just started a new career, and my mom told me that my grandma had developed bad dementia and suggested it was okay to stay home and handle my priorities versus seeing her in this state. I ultimately decided to stay home to help my pregnant wife. My grandma hung on for a couple of months, then passed, and a few months later, our son was born. Now, this is an important detail for later. My son has these insanely piercing bright blue eyes and platinum blonde hair. Wow. (laughs) Fast forward six months or so, and I'm in my son's room one night trying to get him to sleep. He was in his crib and suddenly turned his head a bit to look towards the corner of the ceiling, almost as if startled. Then he started laughing hysterically, like so hard he could barely catch his breath. I'm following his line of sight and looked up there. There were no nearby pictures or decorations up, just a blank wall in that corner of the room. The next night, it happened again. So I went to go get my wife from the other room so she could see how hard he was laughing. She told me that he was doing the same thing during the day the whole week while I was at work. It became became a regular occurrence multiple times a day and borderline creepy because he was clearly seeing something up there. A couple months later, my mom came to visit. One night, she was helping me get my son ready for bed, and we got into a conversation about my grandma's last days, about how her dementia was getting worse and worse as it went on until this one specific day. Here's the first kicker. She tells me that one day, she goes to visit my grandma, and she's in bed, her feet dancing back and forth with a huge smile on her face. And it's the first somewhat normal conversation they had had in about a month. Mom, wow, you're so happy today. Grandma, yeah, my friend came to visit me again. Mom, who's that? Grandma, the boy with the penguins. Mom, 
Oh, is he a boy visiting someone in the nursing home? Grandma. No, he lives in there. And then she pointed to the corner of the room near the ceiling. Mm -mm. To humor her, my mom asks what the boy looks like. Grandma said, the boy with the blue eyes and white blonde hair, he's going to visit me every day now. At this point, my jaw was practically on the floor. She proceeded to tell me how from that day forward, it was all my grandma would talk about. Every single day until the day she died, a blue-eyed blonde boy with penguin friends who lived on a tropical island inside the wall pops in to visit her. I then tell my mom about my son in the giggling and the sailing. We're both shocked at the coincidence, and I ask what's with the penguins. My mom had no idea, and neither did I. I want to believe that at this point, my grandma and son had some sort of otherworldly connection, but the rational side of me was like, she had dementia, babies do weird stuff sometimes, and penguins and tropical islands make so make no sense. But here's the second kicker, and I cannot deny after this. Fast forward, my son is roughly four and a half years old. Out of the blue, he starts talking about this place he used to live before he was born called Cryptodon every single day. He says Cryptodon is like a planet, but not near Earth, where people can fly and animals talk. I listen to his stories about it and am happy he has a big imagination. At this point, I had forgotten about the penguin story. One day, I'm going through an old photo album and see a picture of my grandma. I call my son over to come see the picture, and this is the first time I'm ever showing him a photo of her. He says, I know her. She's my friend from Cryptodon. My hair stands up, and I ask him to tell me more about her, and he says, she came over and ate pineapples with me and my penguins on my island when I lived there. I then burst into tears as the details of my mom's story came rushing back to me. I feel like the probability of all of this being only coincidence is nearly impossible. I've always been hesitant to put this out there because it is very personal to me. My son is now seven years old and rarely talks about cryptodon. And if I ask, he says he remembers and will acknowledge it, just with nowhere near the level of detail he once did. I left out so many details to try and keep this short. He drew literally hundreds of pictures of it, and I've saved most in a binder. He talked about it for hours at a time on a daily basis until he was around six. He asked me once if I remembered being there. I said no. And he said, we've traveled together for, so, for a long, long time. I asked how long, and he said, higher than people can count. He also claimed he was once my dad a long time ago. <laughs> my wife bought him a stuffed animal when he was a newborn, a gray elephant. He named it Ellie when he was older and told us there was an elephant on his island that taught people to travel to other places. And that since his mom gave him the stuffed elephant, that's how he knew he was in the right place. I know this ultimately proves nothing, but I will say, when you're a parent, you know the difference when you see your child speak with true conviction. Cheers, Anthony. Wow, wow. That is a crazy one. Truly. I will say, the stories of the kids saying these outlandish, like, unbelievable, borderline paranormal things, those are the stories that get me 
thinking. Yeah. And considering. All right. Seriously. <laughs> so that here, I've been talking about this a lot recently because some really similar things have been going on in like my friend's lives. So my really good friend, Angela, her little boy recently was like pointing to the corner of the room in their house, like referencing someone who had passed away before he was born and someone who is um, in hospice about to pass away. And like yeah. speaking to them as if they were there. Um, and I, I can't share the whole story. Obviously it's not my story. Hopefully she's like willing to share it, but it's such a similar situation of like her child is talking to someone who like hasn't yet passed away. And it's really bizarre. Although her child is already, you know, in this world, but it's just bizarre. And then I have another one of my best friends, her grandmother is getting pretty, pretty dang old, close to a hundred. And she started seeing children in her house that are not there and mm -hmm. like speaking to them. And the family's like, mom, there's no one there. And she's like, yeah, there are their children in the house. Like I'm talking to them. Oh my God. So it's like this weird, like one person's leaving and someone else is coming in yeah. kind of thing. It's exactly. It's really bizarre. That's wild. Yeah. Kids, they see it all, though. They really do be seeing it all. Special. It's special. It really you is. Know? I liked these stories. This is a good mix of spooky, sentimental, silly. We love it. Yeah. Still laughing about Michelob Ultra. Never, ever Same. forget. Same. <sighs> Never forget her. Well, if you uh, have any other stories, people out there, uh, send them to us at the Golden Ghouls Podcast at gmail.com. And uh, yeah, we'll share them. Yeah. How's yeah. that sound? Love it. That sounds good to me. Yeah. Also, if you are a patron or a repod member, those stories go to like the top of the inbox. So um, whoop, whoop. yeah, just just a, f a fun fact, a hot tip for those of you. Yes. Uh, yeah. Anything else? You guys, when should we announce where we're going on our next investigation? Next episode? Ooh, it is coming Next, soon, okay. so I okay. think so. Yeah, so that just means uh, you guys have to stick it out for at least one more episode to find out. Mm -hmm. And then you can leave forever. Or don't. Yes. Please. Perfect. Don't leave me. But yeah. Don't go. Rate, review, subscribe, all that fun stuff. And uh, until next time, stay spooky. Ooh. Ooh.